Hey, how's everyone doing? Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe, the tea is brewing, uh, and uh, how's everyone doing? Welcome to episode two. I'm doing it again. I liked episode episode one so much, I decided, what the hell, let's try again. Uh, what can go wrong, right? But I got notes today. I am prepared. I have taken notes. I have things I want to say, and I sort of know what I want to say then, and have sort of order. So I'm sort of, you know, everything, every time I do one, I want to learn something new. Every time I do it, I want to take the experience, learn something new, and build on it. So that's, you know, how it's supposed to go, right? If you don't do that, you're a complete loser, a moron, an idiot, whatever you want to say. But I don't want to be those things. So here... I am notes. So first off, I want to say uh, since we started it and we've put it out there, we like like I said, it's 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 just me right now. Uh, but since I started it, uh, it's on Anchor, which is the platform on which I'm doing this on. I guess you would say I don't know. Uh, but it's also available. And this is amazing to me. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts. Radio Public and Stitcher. Uh, if you're hearing this, you're either a friend of mine and you've gone through my uh, Facebook or one of my pages and have hit the links, or you're finding this on one of those anyway. And if so, hi, welcome to number two. Uh, this is uh, some, now, uh, this is something that's going to be fun. I hope. Uh, <laughs> keep saying that. Okay, uh, corrections from last week. I made a, a couple faux pas that I want to just uh, mend up real quick. Uh, I was talking about movies, and I mentioned John Cusack, and I completely, completely was horrible about it. I said a movie wrong, couldn't remember a, another one, and then blanked on a whole handful of things. So to amend that... It was not point blank, whole different movie, wrong movie altogether, gross point blank. That was the movie I was talking about or meant to talk about or meant to like mention. Uh, and then the one that I could not remember, the list, the record store, the whole nine yards, High Fidelity. I had to look it up after afterwards because when you're flying by the seat of your pants, you're going to make mistakes and forget things, especially me. I do that all the time. So, and then I was like... I like a lot of his movies and then I could not remember anything. I couldn't remember Say Anything or One Crazy Summer or uh, Better Off Dead, uh, The Sure Thing, uh, Pushing Tin, Being John Malkovich. Uh, those were the movies I was scratching my brain to find and could not. So that correction. And then the Doctor Who corrections. Uh, I keep saying his name wrong. And I want to make right of it. Uh, Peter Capaldi, I believe it. Capaldi? Capaldi. Uh, I was saying Grimaldi. It's not that. It's Capaldi, I believe. I hope that's right. And then uh, the 13th Doctor, her name is uh, Jodie Whittaker. I could not, for the life of me, remember that either. So I apologize for making those forgetfulnesses. And I'm not going to make corrections every time I screw up because that might take uh, an hour. Uh, but those two, I think, were glaring in my brain as big mistakes. So I was like, I, I got to make sure I 
make amends. Okay, done. So, uh, and now since uh, I was talking about those things of yesterday, one other thing of yesterday, I uh, mentioned a lot of the music that I like and all the uh, good things and uh, the good music, the things, the fundamental music that I find as like the core of who I am. So I made a Spotify playlist. Uh, if you look up the Tea with Kehoe playlist, that right now is what it's called. And it'll probably just stay that because I don't want to keep changing the name and, you know, messing around. Uh, so the Tea with Kehoe playlist, uh, 10 bands right now, three songs each. And I figure here is my logic. Uh, I mentioned those 20 bands yesterday, and I'm going to put those 20 bands and three songs each from those bands. And then there are still more uh, performers, bands, stuff like that, that I'm going to add three songs of each. And if there's three songs from a band that is uh, the highest accolade, I guess, or the biggest... uh, if you don't know that band, th- three songs is the perfect sort of toe in the water. Uh, five's too many, one's not enough. I think three is good. Uh, so those bands, to me, are important enough that deserve that three songs. I'm also going to add bands and, and people that just two songs uh, because I like them a lot, but they might not have more than a couple songs that I think are pretty damn good or worthy of hearing and then those one hit wonders uh because they're damn good you know it doesn't mean you you know you can't you know you don't have to have three or four strong records to you know be a good you know you know like to have a good song some songs are just so damn good you just can't you know miss them or mess with or uh not include them in in a, a list so this uh Tea with Kehoe playlist could get big, uh, could get wide, but at least it's something that is, I I hope, going to be a fun playlist for people to listen to. So uh, you can check that out too. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, I'm going to go check on the tea because I think we have poor sign uh, that I, I will definitely say is a homage to. Um, one of the favorite TV shows of the past. And there there were a few glaring exemptions or exceptions in a couple of my lists. Um, And in the TV, the one thing I did not mention was Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, That was something that I have listened or watched since... God, back in the early 90s, uh, late 80s, whenever it came out, I found, you know, when I was on County Central or or the Sci-Fi Channel, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty crazy back then, or at least not crazy, but it was like so amazingly fun and so amazingly hilarious. Have to get the milk without the milk I'll mix that in in a second so uh, I didn't mention MST3K uh, I think a little bit because that sort of 
transcends TV because it moved into um, movies. I've been to the theater now a couple times to see it. So my brain didn't put it in TV land anymore. And uh, the greatest omission in the movie section, there were a a couple, but uh, I didn't mention Rocky Horror Picture Show because uh, that to me is theater. Uh, I, I do. I perform as Frankenfurter. Uh, I've been doing that now for uh, 10 years, 11 years now, uh, at the Riviera Theater in North Tonawanda. And I play Frankenfurter, full costume. We do the whole production in front of the, the screen. Uh, a thousand people in the audience, uh, the balcony, the whole place. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's one of my biggest joys in life, but I've almost stopped looking at Rocky Horror as a movie and it's a bit of theater. It's a production that we do. And, uh, so that's why that didn't jump into my head immediately yesterday when I was talking about my favorite movies. Uh, cause Rocky Horror is, it's just something bigger than just a movie. And, uh, I will definitely talk about that more too uh, in the future. Uh, that, be, that will definitely be something that uh, I expand upon, especially if I'm still doing this and it gets back around uh, toward Halloween time. Because uh, every year, the Friday before Halloween, you'll find me at the Riv being Frankenfurter. So, uh, and then I did mention The Big Lebowski, which also is almost more than just a movie. It's sort of uh, a way of thinking. If, you know, I'm not a uh, uh, practicing member of Dudism uh, because I just, uh, I really don't abide to any religion. And... I do and I don't. Uh, you know, that makes that how that all makes sense. Uh, or doesn't. It's up to you. Uh, but The Big Lebowski is sort of like a way of living and a way of thought. And uh, I have some friends who are much more adherent to the uh, r- rituals and practices of Dudism than I. I am uh, I'm an atheist at heart and will probably always be because uh you know you don't uh once you commit to something I'm gonna stay stay with it you know what I mean uh and I have a salad of tea as of right now I had I walked to the store earlier today it was a nice day uh, I mean relatively speaking it was in the 30s and it wasn't snowing or windy or rainy so it was a good day and I walked to the store and I bought uh, a new box of tea bags a salada I it's the black orange pico I enjoy I mean there are other varieties uh, but this one just is this is what I, I, I like to drink and this is what I will drink and uh Lesson two learned about, you know, from show one to show two. I am bringing the steeping process into the dining room, into the 
quote-unquote studio. I just did the fingers too, just so you can get the visual of me finger-quoting the uh, quote-unquote. Uh, I just did it again, like anyone. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I brought the process into the dining room, so it, there's less walking around and less uh, getting prepared in the kitchen. And then uh, the milk, I brought that out. Perfect, wow, that was that worked out to be a very nice, perfect amount. Stir it right in, this is gonna be a good cup of tea. We are at tea time. So, uh, I asked folks on my uh, Facebook page, uh, some friends of mine, to uh, throw up some topics in which to conversate on. And I will, uh, put them in a hat and I will talk about them and see what sparks me. So that is what's going to happen now. Um, I have put them onto pieces of paper and placed them in my bowler cap. I have a bowler, which I enjoy wearing. It, it fits me. It sort of, you know, I've been told by some people that, you know, a lot of people can't pull off a bowler. You can. And I don't know why that is. Is it my face? Is it my head shape? Is it my attitude? I don't know. But I pull off the bowler. So, did a little shuffling. I'm going to reach in, pull something out, and... Uh... Alrighty. This one is from Karen. Things that should be taught in school, but aren't. Things that should be taught in school, but aren't. Um, I think more common sense things need to be uh, taught in school. Um, I don't know if they are. When I was in school, I mean, I took an accounting class. Um, and uh, I probably could have done better if uh, I paid attention. Math was one of my worst subjects in school. I uh, really, really did bottom out in that, uh, did not do well. And I was uh, fooling around with my uh, accounting teacher's uh, daughter. Uh, she was in the same age, uh, just a different school. Uh, and we got along very well. And uh, that sort of helped me just sort of scoot by. Uh, if I didn't see him outside of school, he might have noticed that I wasn't around a lot in school. Uh, so maybe they should teach kids to stay in school. That would be good. Uh, might have worked better for me. I, well, I, you know, wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if I what. But so hey, maybe it's a good thing I didn't. I don't know. Could have been a poet. Could have been a fool. Uh, so, uh, things that should be taught in school that aren't. Uh, more art. More uh, theater. More uh, expressionary forms of art. Uh, get away from all the structure of the test, the test, the test. Uh, get back to a more simpler 
hands-on approach. I understand, you know, we need a whole lot more teachers for that. Uh, pay them better and let's get more of them. I'm not, this is not a cruise, you know, you know, I'm not part of any movement to, yay, help teachers out. I just, we need them, pay them. It's the only way you get folks to do shit, you pay them more. So you pay, you, you pay teachers more, you'll get more teachers. We need more. So pay them more, let's get more. Let's teach these kids the right way because we're failing them. We're letting them down. Uh, the way things are going, we are letting these kids down and all the STEM and science and technology is amazing but we're leaving the arts behind and we need people who can think and write and we need people who can create art I mean singers are great and pop singers are wonderful I guess but not every, you know, we need folks who will create art, not just regurgitate uh, pseudo art. Uh, so we need the, uh, more of that in school, uh, more uh, more thinking, more uh, cognitive thinking, more reasoning, more logic. Uh, teach logic earlier teach critical thinking earlier, teach these kids the right way and quit lying to them uh, because of an, ide an ideology that is tainted. Okay. Uh, thank you, Karen. That was uh, things that we should do in school. And now we're going to take a sip of tea. Mm. Alrighty, so uh, topic number two today, uh, we have, okay, this is from Jay. This is a little long, so uh, Jay, be, be, be briefer next time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what things or challenges would you tell me, I guess this would be Jay, uh, to do that an overweight, out of shape man turning 50, I would also assume that is Jay, uh, shouldn't do or try. So, who, uh, who lacks confidence and not an extrovert. Uh, okay, so that is two complete sentences wedged together, interspliced. Uh, I like that. That is... Wow, that is great. So I'm going to break these two sentences down. Uh, what things or challenges should you tell me to do uh, or shouldn't do or try? Tell me things or challenges to do that I shouldn't do or try. Okay. Uh, that's a solid sentence. Uh, and then the other sentence is, uh, an overweight, out of shape, turning, you know, out, out, uh, uh, an overweight, out of shape man turning 50 who lacks confidence and is not an extrovert. That's a whole second sentence. I apologize, everyone. It's, uh, that is my tongue not working right. And, uh, so 
you feel that you're overweight and out of shape and the fact that you're turning uh, turning 50 is irrelevant. I am close to that myself and it is irrelevant, uh, the age. So put that out of your mind. Uh, you lack confidence, you say, and you are not an extrovert. Uh, well, a couple of those things uh, are uh, probably in your head and some of those things are probably real. Uh, the fact that you feel you're overweight and out of shape, those might be real things. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, I challenge you uh, to uh, go to the gym. Uh, I challenge you to walk more, sit less. I challenge you to uh, do something physical, extra physical daily. Uh, do a little stretch, do something extra physical that you don't normally do and try and eat a little better uh, for that point of it. The out of shape, you know, stretch, do some exercise, the overweight part you feel, uh, change. I challenge you to take something out of your diet that you enjoy but know hurts your diet. Stop doing that. I challenge you to take one thing out. Uh, the lack confidence uh, and not an extrovert. Well, confidence comes from uh, within and you probably are a lot more confident than you give yourself credit for. So um, you, I, I know you, Jay, uh, and uh, you are, uh, I've never known you not to have a, you know, confident feel about you. So uh, you, you have confidence. You just uh, have to turn that around and look at yourself objectively and see the confidence you have. Uh, and the not an extrovert part, the only thing that's stopping you from uh, being uh, a extrovert is uh, having that confidence and uh, taking a step outside the door. Uh, when you feel like you've got nothing to do or you're struggling for something to do, that's when you need to just go do something. Uh, put, put on your helmet and hop on your bike, uh, bicycle or motorcycle. I don't, I don't know if you have a motorcycle, but if you do, do that. Uh, find something that intrigues you, that, that you're nearby, because I know you moved and I don't know what's around you, but find something that intrigues you. Just go do it for yourself. Uh, get involved in something that you enjoy and through that involvement you will find other people who enjoy that and you can turn your extrovertness into a at least a comfortableness so uh those are the challenges and uh things uh also uh take an improv class if there if you are near a uh theater that offers improv as a thing do that I know, I know you've enjoyed coming to comedy sports and, uh, I miss seeing you there and, uh, where you are, there's gotta be something, find it, take an improv class, do that. So that was for Jay. Thank you very much for playing along. Um, he was one of the last folks to get in. I am recording this late later in the evening. Uh, episode one was filmed or filmed. I love my, 
my thinking, uh, was recorded in the morning, and this is recorded at night, so people had time to get into the uh, suggestions. So we got a couple, a bunch more to get to. I'm not going to get to them all. It's just impossible. Uh, Matt wants to know, what Olsen twin is more likely to become an internet porn star? Uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, okay. Mary Kate and Ashley. There are, uh, first off, we have to, uh, dissect what the term internet porn star is. Okay. Uh, star, first off. Are you really a star? I mean, really? Uh, we used to think, you know, Elizabeth Taylor was a star. Uh, she did epic movies, you know, Cleopatra and uh, had all the leading men and, you know, again, forgetting movies that she, she was in. So I'm not even... Uh, the leading men and Rock Hudson and uh, all the men that she performed and loved and she was... Larger than life, she was a star. You know, um, Judy Garland, a star. Clark Gable, a star. Uh, Chick who gets gang banged. Uh, I don't know if that's a star. Uh, that's something. Uh, uh, it's it's a porn personality. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, a 10-guy bukkake makes you a star. So, uh, But if you feel like you're a star, then you are. I guess that's what it really gets down to. Uh, so, uh, because, I mean, frankly, I've started a podcast and have no experience in doing so. So... I, I don't consider myself a podcast star. I'm just someone who does a podcast, uh, but I'm just doing it. Uh, there is you porn. You could become a porn star, uh, an internet porn personality. All it takes is a camera and a dream. I have uh, not that dream. Uh, this is good. Podcasting is good. I'm 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 happy with this. Very good. Uh, but which one would most likely become a internet porn star? Uh, if I had to pick, I discerning between the two of them is really in my brain. I without looking at them and not having a photo of them available to picture them. I I'll say. Uh, Ashley, it's 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 more of a porn name. So I'll go. You know, it's you know Mary Kate sounds like a teacher. Uh, Ashley could be you know the porn. So that's that's uh for Matt. Uh, Ashley Olson will be the porn star if they ever got that desperate. Uh, so uh, I got it. I heard a beep out here. I just want to make sure that I close a door. Is something on? There was a beep that I didn't know. That's what happens when you're working so well. You hear things. You just want to make sure they're okay.
so uh, the next one uh, hmm this goes perfectly ghosts uh, I'm hearing beeps I'm not sure if it's downstairs upstairs back room front room uh, but ghosts Aaron uh, his topic suggestion is ghosts and uh I honestly believe there are ghosts. And uh, I sort of, this, this beeping in the background has got me confused. But uh, I've experienced a couple things that I would consider ghostly. Uh, didn't see any apparitions, but uh, saw some things. Uh, Back when I lived on Delaware Avenue in Buffalo in a house built in uh, 1901, and it was, uh, I think it was haunted. Uh, one afternoon, my roommate uh, was hit in the back of the leg by the uh, smoke detector cover. It fell off, unfortunately, or not unfortunately, but oddly, it fell off at a diagonal like a 45 degree and hit him in the back of the leg as he walked past it. So that, that was odd. And I'm not sure what, you know, caused that. Not a big wind, you know. So that was just an oddity. But after all of it, we sort of put all these pieces together. Uh, one, one, at, or, or one night, we're both sitting on the couch and the cushion between us it was a big, long, eight-foot leather couch. And in between us, the cushion sank down like someone sat down in the seat. And we were like, holy shit. Uh, hello, how are you? And we just started, tar- started talking to him. Called him Max, I believe it was. Uh, and then uh, the weirdest thing was uh, I was in my room, back of the house, uh, had a bay window in the back with curtains or blinds, I should say. Uh, my back door or my door was right near the bathroom. Uh, I'm lying in bed. I had my record player on. It was right near the door. And uh, I, well, I'm listening to uh, Debussy, uh, Claire de Lune, I believe it was. And uh, my door opens up slightly. And I thought it was maybe my roommate going to the bathroom and pushing my door, just being a wise ass. And he and, and the door opens up a little bit. My record player arm lifts up and goes to the end of the thing. Now, the funny thing is, it did not ever have that capability to do that. It was a cheapo system, and it just, when it went off, it would just stay sh- sh- at the very end and you had to pick it up and, and hang it up for it to stop and it did it it did that it, it should not have the middle shade in my window went up halfway at that point uh, and I'm now just sitting there still lying freaking my brain out what the hell is going on and uh I don't know how long it was there 
or it stayed, but maybe like a minute. Shade goes down a little bit, door slightly closes, and I don't fall asleep for the rest of the night. Now, was that a ghost? I think it was. Uh, am I, do I have any answers to anything? And No. Can't explain any of those three things. Uh, there's been other things in my life that I think that could have been a ghost. Uh, but that was odd. And uh, so, yeah, ghosts. Aaron, thank you kindly for that. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a mystery. We've got a beeping. And I need to figure it out. Because it's freaking me out. Now I'm in the kitchen. And this is where I think the beeping is coming from. Oh, it is. The freezer door was open. I don't know how that happened. That makes so much more sense. It's like, that just seems so odd. Sorry, everybody. Mystery solved. (laughs) So, episode two. How's it going? How am I doing? Uh, So, if you don't get what's going on, I I do one take. This is not... uh, There's no edits. There's no stopping. Uh, I start it. I go. Um, Good or bad, this is what we're getting. As I progress on, I uh, may get to a point where I record the whole thing and then could edit stuff out. Uh, Some dead air, some dead spots, maybe add some music here and there. I'm still learning how to do all this stuff. And I've uh, downloaded uh, on my laptop some other pieces of equipment that... uh, or equipment, uh, programs and stuff that will help me record and then could import it to this and put it out to the world that way. And there's ways of doing it. And I'm learning through friends who are helping me discover these things. But these first 10 episodes are going to be just you and me just like this. And I hope that's enough. <laughs> I really do. I hope that's enough. All right. Uh, this is uh, John. Uh, he wrote in. Uh, this is not me. This is another John. Um, just an N. No HN. I'm an HN. Uh, bad movies. Bad movies. Um, as I uh, mentioned er- earlier, MST3K, that is the uh, treasure trove of bad movies. If you want to find any bad movie, uh, that's at Manos, Hands of Fate. Probably the worst movie that I could ever imagine. And the only reason that I've watched it three times or more, probably more, is because of MST3K. And it's just horrid. If you've never seen Menos, please go and uh, watch the Mystery Science Theater uh, version or showing of Manos. They make it so much better. Uh, They really make it watchable. You can't do it otherwise. Mm. Drinking the tea. We're almost down to the end, so I'm going to do one more uh, top 
topics from the hat because they've been running pretty good. Uh, I <clears throat> bad movies. I I don't can't think about movies right now for some reason. You know, last week proved it. Uh, so uh, okay, wow. Just hoping to get to this one at some point. Uh, wish it would have been a little earlier. Uh, why are male nipples okay to see, but female nipples need to be covered? This is a question from Jim. Um, you know, and that's the thing. Male nipples are hairy. Most, I mean, mine are. Uh, I have, they're, why? Why is it okay for me to be topless and see my nipples? And you shouldn't want to see that. You shouldn't want to see any guys topless. I mean, uh, if you're going for eye candy and boy, he's got that six pack and at the B2, wah, ooh, wah, fine. You know, I get it. Uh, but a lot of, you know, why are male nipples okay to be seen and women, like you go to a strip club in New York state and they got to have pasties on. Why can't women's nipples be seen? What's the big taboo about nipples? Uh, I don't know, Jim, I really don't know. I worked as a strip club DJ, um, years ago. Surprise, surprise. Um, and yeah, if, if, they didn't sell alcohol. They could be completely naked and it's fine. But because they sold al alcohol, they had to wear uh, panties and pasties. And so in New York State's eyes, I guess, uh, if you're drinking and you see a naked lady, you won't be able to control yourself. Uh, but if you're drinking soda and she's completely nude, more power to you. I, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. So yeah, Jim, that's, uh, not sure. Um, uh, I'd be fine with seeing, uh, other nipples, uh, of some kind and less of others, or if it came to it, just none, just no nipples would be fine with me. Uh, <laughs> and at that note, and at that note, I think I'm done with the last sip and we will have a last sip thought, uh, Episode two, I think, was all right. Uh, please give me some feedback. Uh, if you listened this far, uh, you got to tell me how I'm sounding, how it's feeling. Uh, less of this, more of that. I'm very willing to hear it out. And uh, as long as it's constructive and positive, I'm more than willing to uh, hear it out. If you're just going to be a jerk, then shut your mouth. So thank you so kindly for listening. Uh, you guys have a wonderful night, wonderful morning, and uh, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have my last sip and say uh, keep being wonderful. Goodbye. Oh, that's so.